Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This morning, vaccine milestone. Those over 50 can get the jab from today in Commonwealth and state-run immunisation centres. Tough restrictions as Perth avoids being plunged into lockdown again. A big budget win for parents, childcare costs slashed in a $1.7 billion boost, major savings for many families. And bombshell revelations, football legend Manu Vatavai facing life in prison on drug charges. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Australians aged 50 to 69 are now eligible for the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine in a major step in the nation's rollout. Commonwealth-run respiratory clinics and state-run vaccination centres will offer the shots from today. The age group was brought forward after it was announced that Pfizer was the preferred jab for younger Australians. Many travellers were left in limbo at the weekend, unsure whether Western Australia would pull the lockdown trigger for a second time in a fortnight. Premier Mark McGowan opting to tighten football restrictions and introduce mask mandates as the state tried to control a new COVID cluster, but he's denying it's a New South Wales-style response. I want to avoid going into lockdown again. I know how much it can impact people's lives and businesses. But if we need to go back into lockdown, we will. 45,000 fans were locked out of the AFL derby in Perth, forced to watch from home. Meanwhile, New Zealand has declared trans-Tasman travel with WA can resume after it was abruptly halted. Australia's strict border measures with India are coming under increasing scrutiny as the nation remains in the grips of a COVID crisis, recording more than 390,000 new infections. A ban preventing Australians coming home from India is now being challenged as unlawful, but the federal government argues our hotel quarantine effort can't cope with the influx of cases. The burden that such a high infection rate was placing on the states and territories' medical systems and health systems uh, to address such a high positivity rate uh, was one which had become difficult for them to deal with. Labor is calling on the government to urgently consider charter flights to repatriate Australians stranded in India. 
Alarming new modelling has revealed Australia's COVID-induced net debt is forecast to soar past $1 trillion and won't be paid off until the year 2052. But the financial analysis has found Australia's economic response to the pandemic brought forward the timeline to wipe away debt by 11 years. This year's deficit, which was tipped to come in at $213 billion, is now expected to be $144 billion. A major government cash splash is set to cut the cost of childcare for a quarter of a million Australian families, saving some more than $100 a week. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming for the details. Good morning, Olivia. When does the financial relief kick in? Well, Jodie, not until July next year. So parents will have to wait until after the next election to benefit from the government's new childcare package. It's worth $1.7 billion. Families with more than one child under five will receive a rebate of up to 95% of their fees, saving them up to $125 a week. The subsidy cap of $10,500 a year per child will be scrapped for high-income earners on more than $189,000 a year. So trying to help more women in particular back into the workforce, encourage them to work that extra day a week. Here's the Treasurer. We are ensuring that around 250,000 families will be better off as a result of this package. The Coalition trying to put women at the centre of next week's federal budget after being criticised for last year's budget and its general handling of women's issues. It's also paving the way for an election battle over childcare policy with Labor promising to deliver universal childcare at a cost of $6 billion to benefit more than 1 million families and boost the economy. The opposition slammed the government's new package as half-baked, though it's been welcomed by business as well as childcare groups to help more Australians return to work though some have expressed concern that this won't take effect for another year and won't benefit families with only one child. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. Sam Newman is mourning the shock death of his wife. 50-year-old Amanda Brown was found by the Geelong champion unresponsive on the floor of their Melbourne apartment over the weekend. 75-year-old Newman tied the knot with his long-time partner just six months ago. The Tasmanian Liberal Party is confident it will have a majority win in the state election, with ballots still being counted in three hotly contested seats. Premier Peter Gutman has claimed a historic third term for the party. Labor leader, pregnant mother Rebecca White, has conceded defeat. Scott Morrison congratulated Mr Gutman, calling him a strong, calm and cooperative leader. Forensic investigators are still combing the scene where a man was stabbed in a wild brawl in the car park of a sports ground in southwestern Sydney. There were young children around as police cordoned off the area and paramedics flew in. The victim in his 20s was taken to hospital suffering multiple stab wounds. It's not known what triggered the attack. Former Warriors great Manu Vadavai has made the bombshell revelation he's facing life in prison. The 35-year-old who played in the NRL for 13 years before retiring in 2017 confirmed on Instagram he was charged with possessing, supplying and importing methamphetamine as part of raids in Auckland two years ago. All these charges are accusations and I'll be fighting my innocence um, for these charges. Um, I know there will be a lot of questions um, that are wanting answers, but I've been advised from my legal team that that's all I could talk about. Vadavai, along with two others, are set to go to trial later this year. 
A Sydney mother has been charged with high-range drink driving after allegedly hitting her daughter with a car and dragging her down the road. The 27-year-old woman was pinned under the vehicle and has been left with serious injuries. Police say her mother, Dale Palmer, was almost three and a half times the legal limit, blowing .166. She's facing 11 years behind bars. The Defence Department is now reviewing the Northern Territory's 99-year lease of the Port of Darwin to Chinese-owned Enterprise Land Bridge. The Federal Government has asked Defence officials to look at whether the company should be forced to give up ownership of the port on national security grounds. The Northern Territory signed the $506 million deal in 2015, giving the Chinese firm full operational control of the port. The footy world and all of Victoria is mourning the death of former Geelong Cats president and fruit tycoon Frank Costa. The 83-year-old died peacefully at his home with talks underway for a possible state funeral. Mr Costa is credited with turning the football club into a modern powerhouse. He also amassed an $800 million fortune, turning his humble fruit business into Australia's leading wholesaler. Shocking new figures have revealed almost 2 million Australians are missing out on vital treatment to ward off heart disease. Experts say deaths can be avoided if people start taking preventative medication before it's too late. Colleagues, running partners and great mates, Rod Johnson also credits Justin Hall with saving his life. His efforts were unbelievable. Um, what he did, I... I can't thank him enough and my wife and three daughters can't thank Justin enough because uh, I'm not here today if not for what he did. The pair was cooling down after an evening run when 56-year-old Rod had a heart attack. Rodney suddenly grabbed me by the arm and uh, his eyes just went dead and he uh, fell backwards. Springing to action, Justin performed CPR until paramedics arrived. Rod had a quintuple bypass, later learning he had high blood pressure and a family history of heart disease. Like Rod, new research estimates 1.8 million Australians are living with undetected heart problems. We're encouraging all people, eligible Australians, to book in with their GP for a heart health check. Probably the bad thing I was doing was not going to the GP because I thought I was fit. The 20-minute appointment could prevent 103,000 heart attacks and strokes across the country over the next five years. Heart health checks are currently free of charge because they're covered by Medicare. But that cover is due to end next month, prompting calls for the federal government to add them permanently to the benefits schedule. Whatever it takes to keep Aussies' tickers ticking. Jody Lee, 7 News. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A huge fire has torn through dozens of fuel tankers in Afghanistan, killing seven people and injuring 14 others. The tankers were parked on the edge of the Afghan capital, Kabul, when the fire broke out. Authorities say it began when a spark set one fuel tanker ablaze before spreading rapidly. Several tankers nearby were engulfed, sending huge flames and plumes of smoke into the night sky. The Indonesian Navy submarine, which sank during a routine training exercise, may have been hit by an invisible force that dragged it to the deep. Indonesian Navy officials suspect an internal solitary wave off Bali may have caused the sinking of the sub and the loss of its 53 crew. There's evidence an underwater wave occurred at around the time the submarine disappeared last week. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones closed lower over the weekend. The Nasdaq fell in London. The FTSE rose. Germany's DAX finished the week in the red. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,796 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 66.76 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.16 US cents, 84.31 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. The four astronauts aboard the SpaceX Dragon capsule Resilience have safely returned to Earth, landing in a rare nighttime splashdown. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Their epic return journey went completely to plan. Good morning, Jody. Yes, it does appear to have been a faultless mission, and that's despite the fact that some uh, weather down here on planet Earth did force a rethink of the plans. The three US and one uh, Japanese astronaut uh, splashed down in the Gulf of Mexico this morning at 2.57am local time off the coast of Florida, making it a nighttime splashdown. That extraordinarily rare hasn't in fact happened for a returning US crew since 1960 when the prelude to the moon mission, or one of them, Apollo 8, splashed down off the coast of Hawaii. This one going to a nighttime splashdown only because of high winds in the Gulf area forcing a, a postponement of the return to Earth twice mid last week when daytime returns had been planned. Uh, also, the mission a record for its length, 167 days. These four astronauts uh, left aboard Resilience the same capsule from the Kennedy Space Centre way back in November when Donald Trump was still President of the United States, uh, returning after a record mission. This also, of course, a high success for Elon Musk's SpaceX program, uh, taking the four astronauts to and from the International Space Station. Jody. Great pictures there. Thanks, Tim. A baby boy has caught his parents off guard, delivered by dad in the family car at a service station. The couple barely had time to pull over after little Falcon decided it was time to arrive. Son number five made an unforgettable arrival for Tiana and Adam. No, it was amazing. I never thought I'd deliver a baby and I'm so happy that I have. Like, there's no other feeling that I've ever felt before. I think it was very overwhelming when it happened. 
Tiana's contractions began the Friday night before last, but she was told to stay home. By the next night, she knew it was time for the half an hour drive to hospital, but Falcon was in a hurry and Adam called an ambulance. And they were trying to get me to pull over on the side of the freeway and I said, no, I'll make it to the BP. Stopping just in time. And I ran around, I ran around from the front seat to the passenger seat and his head was crowning. 15 seconds he was in my arms. Tiana's previous births had led to serious complications. The car birth, that was my biggest concern, was whether I was going to have complications in the car. By the time Tiana, Adam and Falcon finally made it to hospital, there was little left to do for mum and bub, just a one-night stay for observation. Then Falcon joined his four brothers at home. Bedford, Carter, Hudson, Mawson. The other four are all car-related names, <laughs> unintentionally. The best part about having brothers is that we get to play. That he's a nice baby brother. Georgia Commonsoli, 7 News. I love him. In sport, Joseph Leilua found some much-needed form to help inspire the Tigers to a shock win against the Dragons. West's trail lead heading into the second half, two unanswered tries helping them to a 16-8 victory. The Warriors have gone from 12th to 7th on the NRL ladder after holding off a Cowboys comeback at Central Coast Stadium. 18-year-old Reese Walsh starring in the 24-20 win. The West Coast Eagles have claimed a record 11th straight victory in Perth's 52nd Western Derby. Leading by 13 points at half-time, West Coast piled on six goals in the third quarter, helping extend the final margin to 59 points. Meantime, the unbeaten Demons have survived a huge scare from the winless Kangaroos in Hobart. Bailey Fritch starred with a career-high six goals, but he could face a suspension for this errant elbow on North Melbourne's Tom Powell. The AFL has apologised to Geelong over an umpiring decision that could have cost the Cats victory over the Swans. In the final seconds, the umpire ruled this ball hadn't travelled the required 15 metres. We think the ball in the end travelled far enough to be paid a mark. The umpire in the, in the split second occasion that it was uh, didn't deem that to be the case. The league says the umpires did make the correct call with this last minute holding the ball decision. Scott McLaughlin has taken to IndyCar racing just like he did in our supercars. They hit 350 kilometres per hour on the Texas Motor Speedway. Not daunted, McLaughlin charged from 15th to 2nd over 212 laps in his very first race on an oval track. So unexpected, his family stayed home. You're an IndyCar oval racer now. Unfortunately, my wife Carly said if I go good this weekend, she's going to give me a slap across the face. And I went good, I'm sorry, babe, but yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> Just his third Indy race and only beaten by his Kiwi hero, Scott Dixon. New York's iconic Empire State Building is celebrating its 90th anniversary. The famous landmark was constructed during the Great Depression and finished in 1931. At the time, it was the tallest building in the world, the first to be higher than 100 floors. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough, cold front and developing upper cold pool will increase showers and storms across Tasmania, Victoria and southern New South Wales. Onshore winds will bring showers to the east coast and southern WA. Troughs will trigger showers over southeast Queensland and western WA. Around the capitals today, a possible shower in Brisbane heading for 25 degrees. Morning fog, possible smoke haze 26 atop in Sydney. Morning fog then showers increasing in Canada. 
Canberra, 21. Showers increasing in Melbourne, a top of 19 degrees. Showers in Hobart, a shower or two in Adelaide, heading for 20. Mostly sunny, 26 degrees in Perth and sunny in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 3rd of May.